So here's a day out from Annick that uh, I'm sure will enchant you. We, we would um, go over the moors um, and uh, end up in the hills, but the lowish hills. We're going to go up the Ingram and the Beamish Valley. Um, and this may or may not have been one of the oldest metropolitan sites uh, of early civilization in the country. For in uh, former times, in the Bronze Age, it's estimated that up to 10,000 people inhabited this valley. And this estimate is based on their existing archaeological findings. So if you want some very tranquil, peaceful countryside and wonderful views, come with me. So we leave Annick on the uh, B6341, heading up the hill to Rothbury. Um, get up to the top of the hill, there's the Traveller's Rest on your right which was where the shepherds were forced to leave their sheep before coming into Annick, um, and head off along the road and you may well be curious as to a strange object on the horizon on your right. It's a sort of golf ball. Um, actually it's the listening post uh, that triangulates the uh, um, radio signals necessary um, from uh, uh, there to Boomer, the RAF station on the coast. And that will warn us that we have three minutes uh, before the Russians turn up and uh, annihilate us. It's part of the early warning system for NATO that uh, digitally guards our coastline. So, um, Carry on over the crossroads, don't worry about left or right, just carry on as if you're going to Rothbury and you will all of a sudden uh, see when you're underneath uh, Colby Crags, Crags on your left hand side, the most amazing view all the way into Scotland, right up to the Mears. Um, this is the view from Colby Crags. Um, there is um, a little parking space on the other side of the road on the right, so be careful nothing's coming, but park in there, and there you might take your photographs, because they really are worth it. And while you're there, if you look at around about 11 o'clock, you will see uh, a little village. Um, and this is Edlingham. Um, lots of hams around here. Uh, and have a look a little bit for... And you can see, wow, there's a church, and ooh, there's a ruined castle. How do we get there? Well, it's very simple. You have to uh, go down the hill, follow the road right to Rothbury. And just before you get there, on your uh, left-hand side, uh, it's, it's really quite easy to miss, but, but do concentrate. You'll see a lovely little waterfall just coming down, and then it goes actually under the road. Um, having passed that, there is a finger post that points you to Edlingham. And you take that single track road up and turn right at the top 
And there you are at this delightful little uh, Norman church. Um, well, in fact, it's possibly a little earlier than uh, Norman, um, but it's dedicated to St. John the, the Baptist. Now, do have a look at the architecture because um, the chancel arches are on Norman and the thickness of the walls and the arrow slit windows are fairly vivid reminders of the days when churches uh, needed protecting but also protected. Um, and it's curious to note, or well, I don't know whether it's still there but it used to be, on the tower on the outside it had a lock on the outside and this was to uh, keep any prisoners that had been captured um, on their way reaving from uh, Scotland. Now a little bit further down, uh, you can't miss it, is the huge uh, ruins of what used to be a formidable peel tower in the 12th century. Um, although in fact the locals elevated to the status of a castle. Um, and the lovely viaduct railway bridge you can see that uh, took the railway all the way up to uh, uh, the hills it accounts for the the, uh, the appearance of the castle because most of the ashlar stones were taken from the, uh, the castle to be used for the building of the railway. Actually, um, before you leave, you can wander down to the, uh, the castle and have a little look around. Um, and it has one unique feature. It doesn't uh, occur anywhere else, not that I'm aware of. If you have a look at the, uh, the stone lintel over the um, massive fireplace that's left, if, and what used to be the hall, you can see the example of the lost art of jongling stones. These are four stones that have been joined together to form a huge lintel and this is called jongling, um, and its art is lost. I've never seen another. Maybe it's worth it just to see those. I, I enjoy them anyway. Anyway, back on the uh, B6341, you'll shortly come across the crossroads uh, with the A697, and you uh, take that, turning right, and go down uh, into Whittingham Vale. You can see this as you're going down the hill, the Vale of Whittingham. Um, when you come to the uh, uh, Bridge of Allen pub, if it's still there, which it should be, uh, turn left. And this takes you into the village of Whittingham, a very ancient place. Um, most of its fame, really, apart from the fact that it's got a a splendid peel tower um, comes from the fact that in AD uh, 882 the, uh, there was a freed Danish boy who was the son of the Viking Hardikanute had been taken prisoner and uh, on the results of a dream by the local bishops uh, according to the 13th year of the King Alfred this boy was made king. So uh, there's a curious thing. The village itself is pure charm and it's got the River Allen bisecting two halves of it so there's major habitations on both sides. 
the uh, the Church of St. Bartholomew is on the north side, um, and it's remarkable for the amount of Saxon stonework that's still apparent in the, co the coin stones. In the church itself are the funeral hatchments of the Ravensworth, Clavering, Atkinson and Pawson families, and they can still be uh, seen in the spandrels of the Norman archers. As I say, on the other side of this little river there's a, a peel tower, that was uh, until recently in the ownership of the Ravensworth family, whose current seat is a delightful uh, um, uh, spot at uh, Eslington Hall, wonderfully uh, appointed, and it has uh, its uh, west wing available for those that wish to stay there. Uh, now, if you take the road over the bridge to Glanton and after a mile there's a sign for a small Roman Catholic church. Uh, now it's here that all of the precious vestments of the high authorities in the Roman Catholic church, they were hidden here uh, during the various persecutions of that branch of the faith. So it's important to uh, those of that persuasion. They're still to be seen there, but they are in private hands. The uh, centre of Glanton, you might turn left, and you'll see the very pleasing sight of the Queen's Head. Um, mm, I hear you. Shall we? Yes, go on then. Yes, try one in there, because it really is a, a delight. Um, and if you've uh, slaked your thirst, you follow the road slowly, uh, as it's directed into the village of Powburn, and it's so scenic uh, that you may burst into song. Now, if you gently uh, motor up through to the uh, uh, village of Powburn, it's got a very civilised petrol station there, um, which is also uh, the home for a I don't know what the collective noun is for antique dealers. Um, maybe it's uh, a bargain of uh, antique dealers. Anyway, they congregate there in a, a massive big building. And you may spend quite some time there, should you so choose, being entertained by the uh, locally sourced antiques. Uh, there's also a wonderful uh, restaurant, Powerburn. But anyway, uh, head off, having crossed over the bridge, up the road, and on your left is the finger post to the Ingram and Bremish Valleys. And this is really what you set out to see, because they're delightful. So, take this road and motor gently through the uh, hamlet of uh, Brandon. A marvellous place for growing sweet peas, I believe. Um, if you're looking for Branton, uh, where the excellent Morley family have their enviously appointed holiday lettings, now turn left. Um, and they are really a divine place to holiday away from absolutely everything but luxury. So both left and right, you'll be able to discern 
very strange markings on the hills as you advance up the path of the valley. They're the cultivation marks of the inhabitants, the former inhabitants, in the Bronze Age of this valley. And those that uh, know these things and have uh, archaeology um, trysts up this valley, of which there are many, um, have estimated there could be anything up to 10,000 people living in this valley, and it did actually uh, represent uh, a, 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 a metropolitan trading complex for the variety of tribes um, whose defensive ramparts uh, are maintained well after the uh, Roman invasion and, in fact, after the Romans left. And they leave only the outlines of their homes and occasionally uh, to be found small cremation cysts. In fact, the, uh, the name of the valley gives its age away because it does mean, in ancient Celtic, the valley of the olden folk. So if it was given that in Bronze Age times, how old were the people that inhabited before them? So carry on up the valley and you'll see a sign to Ingram Church, first left over the bridge. And it's past the uh, marvellous uh, Cheviot Valley holiday cottages. And again, these are excellently stewarded, uh, beautifully maintained, and uh, uh, I commend you to them if you want, again, a holiday that's away from it all. The, um, the architecture of the church is uh, a familiar pattern, really. The, uh, no, no spire, just the uh, square end. But it was the sort of spiritual uh, home of the remnants of the ancient people, but it was designed equally to be defendable as its narrow lancet windows will, will tell you and the, again its tower, although that this time there's no lock on the door. So follow the river up the valley um, and shortly you will come into uh, the most uh, delightful uh, parking place at a place, Bulby's Wood, and uh, here you can uh, see the soft springy grass, which is actually perfect for French cricket, um, and you can hear the, the rush of the brackish brown burn and the screech of the curlew, that uh, county adopted bird of ours, um, and the bend of the grass, it must have been the same a thousand years ago. So here is a, a WC if you wanted to be restored to your own comfort uh, and you may choose to picnic here. Um, if you've read this before you've come up um, the night before I suggest you buy a picnic uh, uh, and uh, construct one because this is a perfect place to have it. It really is a true delight. You may go up the valley a little further, uh, about a mile and a half, and uh, there you must leave your car um, because it's private from there, but it is public for you to walk uh, 
the mile, mile and a half from here to Linnup Spout. This is the largest uh, drop of water, a waterfall, uh, in Northumberland. It's uh, 52 feet and if it's been raining in the hills when you go there you can hear it long before you see it. But it is an enchanting sight of this white water racing down to the deep dark pool below. Um, so that in itself is worth the stroll. It takes a while to get there but you're well rewarded. So it's I suppose just about time for home really so you must go all the way back down the valley and when you come back to the main road again um, if you've got um, any curiosity about the fabled Percy's Leap which occurred after the end of the Battle of Hedgley Moor when the Lancastrian Percy was defeated during the Wars of the Roses in 1484 um, here you turn left then um, towards uh, Wooler and when you reach the A697 as you come to the entrance of A&J Scott's massive woodyard at the little village of Wooperton you'll see that on your right hand side opposite that is a small lay-by on your left um, you park here and go through the gate and you'll see a graphic of the battle um, whose site you're on. And what you've come to see are the two massive stones that are 17 feet apart. And these mark the uh, beginning and the end of the leap of Percy's horse that uh, was made for him to escape after the battle. Um, so carrying his master in full armour that is the most unbelievable leap. However, it's recorded here and it's like uh, everybody says, believe it or not. But what a lovely day we've had. I'm glad you've enjoyed it. And again, it's um, time for me to thank the sponsors of this day um, and those whose uh, hospitality you may have enjoyed or unfortunately have had to pass. Uh, to uh, give you uh, an indication of their wares and services.